Welcome to Planet Mainstage. My name is John Prentice. Welcome to the show. That was Connie Calder with Small Town Saturday Night. Perfect. 
She and her gang are in town tonight at the West End for a COVID safe show. That was from her album Sky with Nothing to Get in the Way. Got your tickets? See you there. Well, next weekend, November 5th to the 7th, is the 4th Annual Cranky Festival. And I'm very excited to talk to the Executive Director of Home Roots, our own Leonard Podolik, for most of the first hour today about it. And then to Scott Nolan, who, along with Glenn Buer and four other of Scott's best friends, brilliant musicians, will be the Sunday entertainment at this year's Cranky Festival. I invite you to don't touch that dial (laughs) and find out all about it as we play music from the artist who will be cranking it up all weekend. Crankyfestival.com is the place to go for information, performer schedules, and tickets. Let's start with our faves, The Small Glories, Kara and JD. They are performing, yes, on Saturday night, November the 6th. From Assiniboine in the Red, this is Sing. This is Planet Mainstage. I could sing for the money, I could sing for the praise Spitting out nothing, wasting time up on the stage Could folks have bleed in freedom, deny their truth One thing I can do is sing for you Sing for the suffering, working slaves Cast in a debt they can never repay See the rest or them, never harmony Sing for the rebels who forgot their cause Dignity for all, whatever the cost Who are looking at retirement, don't wanna be poor But what about the children ravaged by war? I could sing for the money, I could sing for the praise Spitting out nothing I'm up on the stage Good folks are bleeding freedom And not their truth One thing I can do Is sing for you Free from the past Sing for a living that's meant to last Sing for togetherness and not the wall Tears of human spirit are felt by all Gotta do what I can, gotta live what I believe Learn to love and wear it on my sleeve I can sing for the money, I can sing for the brain Sing for the praise 
Spitting out nothing, wasting time up on the stage Could folks who bleed in freedom deny their truth One thing I can do is sing for you The Winnipeg Cranky Festival was founded in 2018 by Home Roots' Shemaine Chenu, a local artist-led nonprofit organization that coordinates a national network of house concert venues for musicians, as well as community workshops and jam groups. The festival features musicians, writers, poets, storytellers, as well as visual artists in dynamic cross-media collaborations with artists from Manitoba and beyond, all brought together by the humble Cranky. Right now, we again have Leonard Podolik, Executive Director of Home Roots and founder of the Winnipeg Cranky Festival, to tell us about how to partake in the fourth annual festival. Hi, Leonard. How are you? How's it going, John? Great to, great to talk to you. Seems that every time there's a show that you're doing, you are mentioning the other day, seems that uh, I, I, I have it on my show, right? Some, it's a big That's true. background. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same. It just wouldn't be the same. <laughs> and you know, it, I, I have a f- funny feeling that it's one of those je ne sais quoi kind of things that, um, you know, just makes the festival that much better attended and ha- brings in the good, the good vibe. I you know, hope so. Uh, you're yeah. on the forefront of folk music loving in this town, and and uh, us folkies are, are are grateful. So well, you know, this it's hard to believe. Four years, eh? Yeah, it is. It is kind of crazy. Uh, it, it obviously the the third the third anniversary uh, was sort of a you know eh, that was Plan D. Uh, the online version of the cranky festival uh it was supposed to be in november and and the first plan was to to do a cranky festival as we had done it and then the second plan was to do uh maybe just some live concerts at nighttime and then that wasn't possible and then the third version was to do streaming concerts live from the venue with a proper film crew and sound crew, but without an audience. And, and we'd either uh, do it for free or, or, or sell tickets. Um, but we couldn't even do that because the restrictions were so tight. And so what we did was we had, we asked artists to film themselves from their house and then send us the tape or the, the file, sorry. And then we spliced it together. Graham Lindsay of Wavelength Media spliced it together, and um, and we we released three three hour, two and a half hour videos of twenty minute sets featuring a whole bunch of artists from Winnipeg. There were there were some cranky elements. We had an online cranky workshop that Sue Truman, our our cranky matriarch, um, uh, facilitated online. And we got to keep the the spirit of the cranky happening. But this one has sort of snuck up on us because, you know, we just that wound up happening this this spring in March. So we're so to keep back on the schedule, folks, we were doing another cranky in November, uh, November 5th to 7th. And 
Yeah, it's sort of kind of like a, um, you know, it, in the church, there's there's a bunch of really positive things. Um, one is that we've expanded. We're, we're also going to be at the West End Cultural Center, as well as the Crescent Art Center um, for the Friday night show. And we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but yeah, it's, this year, the, the, con- the festival is a series of four concerts that we're going to film. We're not streaming them right away. Uh, we're going to package them and, and have some kind of a cranky stream. Uh, and again, we don't even know that that's going to be behind a paywall or if it's going to be for free or, or what it's going to be. But we're, we're going to film it and record all of it. And there's going to be three amazing concerts at Crescent Art Center, Crescent Fort Rouge United Church and also one concert at the Western Cultural Center. And you can attend, right? You, you can attend? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's in-person. Thank you. Yeah, these are these are in-person concerts. Um, we're doing limited capacity. We're not packing the venues out. The church holds 600 plus normally, and the West End over 400. But we're capping each venue at 200 tickets for sale. So, uh, And they're moving. So, so uh, yeah, get your tickets. Get your tickets, folks. So... Um, you know, this goes back to this, this, the, the square one here and we'll just deal with that first before we move on to the details of this year, but the, uh, are, would you say you are the founder? Is this your idea of the cranky festival in Winnipeg or well, come together in the first place? It'd be a pretty lofty bow to take. Okay. Um, it, you know, there was a lot of little factors and elements that went into to forming this festival. Um, yeah, sure. It was my idea to make the festival a cranky festival. Um, but the, the, the beginnings go back to actually before when I was even at home roots and Sandy Howell from Crescent for Rouge United church at the time, it's, which is, they have a cultural entity now called Crescent art center, um, approached my dad to say, you know, you guys do all these community concerts across the country and and um you know we are a progressively minded church and we have this amazing building in this beautiful neighborhood and yeah we use it for church on sundays but the the rest of the time you know it's this amazing building that we would love to share with the community and 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 do really cool things here and they were they were talking for a while. Then my dad got sick and the conversation kind of um, waned a little bit. But but Sandy wasn't deterred uh, and, and she kept on uh, pressing forward with making improvements to the building and and gathering community and getting programs in there. And, and then she approached me again uh, or when I started and we started this conversation and she had a little bit of money. And right around the same time, this fellow named Andrew Galloway uh, started started hanging out. I gave, gave him a couple banjo lessons, and um, he started working for us for a bit and coming around. And he told me about Anna and Elizabeth, and I didn't even realize that I knew uh, Anna from from Old Sledge, um, but who are a great band that have toured Home Roots. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Anne and Elizabeth, they're this amazing duo um, of of Appalachian singers, styled singers from from 
you know, the East Coast of the United States. And they incorporated the Crankies into old-time music. And they kind of made this whole, you know, they're, they're the ones that started the movement in, in the North American old-time and folk scene of, of, of bringing Crankies in. Um, and when you watch it, when you see it, you're like, man, how did I miss this? How have I been into banjo music since I was 16 and exposed to it since I was a baby and not see a cranky. And uh, yeah, well, as it turns out, it, it isn't really particularly Appalachian any more than it is, uh, you know, from St. James or from anywhere else, <laughs> you know, it, 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 a moving panoramas exist in, in all cultures, but it fit in so well with old time music because it's, it's basically folk art typically, you know, in its typical form. Moving um, pictures, moving pictures yeah. to tell the story. Yeah, moving pictures to tell the stories. A lot of kids made them. Uh, people made them when they were younger, and it, it's just really simple. You can take, like, a cardboard box and cut a picture window on it and jam a few dowels from top to bottom and attach some sort of crank on it and then mount the scroll onto the dowels, and you have this really fun thing to to a to create and b to to work with and yeah it just brings the whole visual art element into storytelling um you know without it being you know turning the page but you're you're cranking the crank and you're making moving pictures you can do shadow puppets you can do all kinds of cool things and and it isn't you don't really realize how cool it is until you till you see it but when when you see it it's it's like of course and so when sandy howell came to us to say hey you know we have a little bit of a budget we'd like you to produce something in here uh i was talking to andrew and i just said why don't we make a cranky festival you know let's mm-hmm. let's call it a, let's call it a cranky festival <laughs> it's got everything because it's got the music and it's got the make and learn part of it yeah and 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 so what, what is a cranky festival you know is it just a an evening of crankies and to me, uh, no, it isn't just an evening of crankies. What crankies do is, is you know, what I just explained about how they bring all these elements together. Well, then so can a, a cranky festival. You know, we can invite visual artists. We can invite storytellers. We can invite poets. We can invite uh, spoken word artists. Still haven't really done that yet, but it's it's in the it's in the vernacular you know it's, it's like what we have in mind you know i have this idea to have a spoken word artist who's improvising with a with a live cranky and to me a live cranky is a is a crank a cranky that's cranking but the page is blank and there's an artist in front of it nice. painting as nice. the as the as the crank is turning nice. so everybody's improvising yeah. And that whole thing will never happen again you just have to see it as it goes you know and um you know, so. Well, you know, you went to the forefront in the world, I think. I'm, I'm maybe taking, you can tell me if I'm wrong, because it, it's still trying to catch a foothold around the world, Crankies and Cranky Festival. And you, what you've done over the last few years and having the first three festivals and is, has, has helped to establish it more. And, you know, you can talk about some of the, the other kind of focal points in North America that are doing it. But I, I congratulate you on doing what you've done so far in the first three years to, to give Granky a good name, basically. So well, well, thank you. And there's an amazing team at Home Roots um, who have also embraced it. You know, like with this whole change, 
you know, the whole, you know, the last year and a half, almost two years now, our house concert network has not been operating. We had to totally pivot from doing that to doing online shows and first doing Facebook shows to then doing ticketed shows. And, uh, but it's been amazing because, you know, it's just helped us establish partnerships, you know, with this whole online thing. It's so easy to do stuff uh, with people from other places. And, you know, you, you can have a few different organizations and a few different artists from all around collaborate on one concert and it becomes this, this really cool thing. So the, the Cranky was sort of our idea to, to build bridges in, in Winnipeg, you know. Um, well, you took it to the schools, too. After the yeah, 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 you know, I did a bunch of crankies in the schools too. And, um, you know, my friend Marae, who works at Gordon Bell, they her and her and uh Jamie Oliviero built this giant wooden cranky, and it's the most beautiful cranky. And they had a whole school cranky, it was one cranky with the many kids from the school collaborated on, and they crank it's and it just it's probably the actually the best cranky in the city, it's huge. But it, but it, the mechanics of it are just fantastic, and and um, it's a it's a pretty amazing it's a pretty amazing thing to see how a festival, you know, from the bottom up, you know, from the ground up, you know, the first anniversary is maybe one or so the first annual was sort of maybe a couple steps up from an organized party, you know what I mean? Like there there was a lot of little gaps that were getting filled you know it was kind of like a beaver dam you know you, know, you set this thing up and then it, it holds most of the water but you know there's a couple of leaks <laughs> coming through so they they patch it up and then another one springs out there and you know um but but you know people saw what we were talking about and so when the second anniversary came i mean we just didn't have the capacity at when 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 mitch died when when my dad died to uh do a cranky festival and do some sort of a another live concert at the time so it just sort of made sense that when we decided to to produce it in honor of, of my dad uh all of a sudden the whole whole town called and said i want to play at this festival too you know and 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 it was just an amazing you know, that was that was how everybody honored my dad. We didn't make a Mitch Padala cry fest at the Cranky Festival, really at all. It was making Cranky still. It, yeah, yeah. We were making Crankies. And I said, you know, well, how do I honor your dad? A lot of artists ask me, how do I honor your dad? You're going to do a Mitch show or are we going to do this or that? No, we're not going to do that. You're going to come and you're going to play folk music for the people. And everyone's going to have a really good time and it's going to be participatory and it's going to, you know, there's going to be people learning and there's going to be artists discovering. And there's going to be people, everybody's going to be discovering and enjoying each other and enjoying the music. And that in itself will be carrying on a tradition that, that he did a lot to establish in this town. Um, and I think that's the best way we could possibly honor him. You know, the whole idea of having a, a big show where everybody tells their stories and cries and, does all that wasn't his style it really wasn't it was it was more about let's have a good time <laughs> let's have a really let's have a really good time and then last year actually you know after that year and its success of, of the mitch fest we'll call it uh last year you continued and you blew it out of the park actually last year leonard honest to god the the the, the thing you things you had on those those days where you had the limitation of not having any be able to be there but it was all virtual 
was amazing. Um, well, it speaks to it speaks to um, a what a tremendous musical community we have. Mm-hmm. You know that um, you can book a festival of this size, maybe have a couple artists two years in a row, but still create a really original festival based on Manitoba artists and Winnipeg artists that is completely different from one year or or a lot different from one year to the next with with artists that are local <laughs> and the level qual the quality there's no variation it just is really high you know um you know so so this this year is going to be very interesting and it's going to be a little different than we've done it in the past but I'm looking forward to it so well we might, might as well just move into that then so it's like Three days, right? Friday, yeah. Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. And uh, and and there will be crankies, right? In, in uh, fact, th- we have the the greatest cranky show ever that we've done at the Cranky Festival. Wow! On, on the Saturday night, and okay. I'll get into that once we okay. get to Saturday. Okay, um, let's go. Let's go Friday. Yeah. So Friday, this is something we're trying, folks. It's kind of crazy. We're going to operate two venues at the same time. Yeah, so we can't. We decide not to do workshops in the church and at the West End. Uh, the access and egress, or whatever you call it, the the flow, the idea of people going in room to room and people sitting in chairs that somebody sat in two seconds before, and um, it just seemed like a little bit much for where we're at now. But we were making a major step in the right direction being able to host some live concerts. So we're, it's a f- four concerts, two evenings of music and one afternoon on Sunday. So Friday, Friday uh, evening at the West End Cultural Center is a show called Cranky and the Blues. It's mostly uh, blues and roots music in the round concert uh, featuring um, Big Dave McLean, Deborah Lynn Neufeld, uh, Rami Mays, and this amazing duo called Burnstick, who I think are fantastic. Yes. Um, yeah, and but Deborah Lynn Neufeld, uh, she's also an incredible visual artist. Yes, and she's most famous in this town, I believe, for her pencil drawings. It's just like when you look at a, a piece of art that was done with a pencil and you think it might be a black and white photo. I, I mean, I've always loved her singing too. You know, she's one of these folks who, you know, it transcends the music business. She, she wasn't who uh, made her life touring around and spending a lot of time trying to get a lot, get known and put together a team and do that whole thing. But she's world-class. And I think that's another important element of the Cranky Festival. It's a folk festival in a way, but in the, in the sense, folk with a capital F was the, uh, was actually the term that, that Chris Frere used in terms of its role, you know, and, and what we do. It's not so much about who the headliners are. It's 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 about what an artist can do and the enthusiasm they're going to bring it with. Workshops at the Cranky Festival typically refer to um, actual like lessons, classroom situation. Like yeah. there's a teacher at the front facilitating a class on an instrument or a vocal style or dance or whatever, and then there's the the folks in the class. Uh, whereas the Canadian Folk Festival vernacular a workshop is a daytime stage that has an in the round on it. And that's what we're doing at the West End. It's going to be like a blues uh, in the round at a daytime stage at a, at a folk festival somewhere in Canada uh, with artists who are both new 
and contemporary and also who are, you know, been in Winnipeg and performing for a long time. I've been sort of calling it the cross between, you know, the old Saturday afternoon blues jams at the West End and and a workshop. So I think it's going to be really fun. There's going to be a little bit of visual art there, um, but mainly the collaboration is going to be on stage among each other and and that kind of vibe. Check out crankyfestival.com for info and tickets from the Cranky and the Blues Show Friday, November 5th at the West End. This is Big Dave McLean, All Day Party from Pocket Full of Nothing. Man, we're drumming the blues in the morning. They were swinging the blues by noon. They were rocking the blues in the evening. By midnight, howling at the moon. Oh, there was a party going on. There was a party going on. Everyone in the place had a real good taste for this all day party going on. Now the dance floor was shoulder to shoulder. People were all having fun. There was no one leaving, no one sitting down until the very last dance was done. Oh, there was a party going on. There was a party going on. Everyone in the place had a real good taste. All day party going on. Smoking, the rest of the band was on fire. You can tell with a glance with everyone in the trance. They're all getting higher and higher and higher. There's a party going on. There was a party going on. Everyone in the place had a real good taste of this all day party going on. At the same time, if the blues isn't your thing, uh, we're celebrating the, the Day of the Dead over at the church, over at Crescent Art Center, with uh, an amazing show that's first going to start off. Now, this is something I think is really cool with, with Bugat, who's a very eclectic Mexican-Canadian living in, in, in Montreal. He's going to Small World Studios in Toronto, and, and he you know his music ranges all over the place, including hip-hop and you know, so I've been saying, you show up at the church, seven o'clock, we're going to have the Crankatron there, which is a giant screen. And Bugat is going to perform at Small World Studios in Toronto to a live audience. And that show will be streamed to Crescent Art Center. It's not going to be streamed all over the internet. Um, just to Crescent Art Center, where you can, you know, go to the church to watch hip hop on the screen on a on a jumbotron which is really cool and that's going to be about 45 minutes and then the show is going to switch and it's going to be live from crescent art center streaming to small world studios uh, where bugat had just played where there's a live audience there there's going to be a magician the the amazing the one and only brian glow who's gonna who's gonna do a sort of a transition set one and only minutes. yes 
and uh, and then after Brian, it's going to be the Mariachi Ghost, and and so it's going to be really, and they have a really interesting um, program lined up. It's it's going to, we wanted to call it sort sort of in three D, but it gave the wrong impression because they're gonna they're gonna be broadcasting. Uh, they're going to be projecting, sorry, a bunch of art and images on the roof of the church. So the idea is sort of that the roof, the church becomes the cranky. So that's really, I'm, I can't wait to see that. I'm going to have to figure out how to go to both venues. Um, and then... Uh, they are one um, of our treasures. They are one of our treasures, Mariatra Ghosts, for, for sure. They, they sure are. They, they, they really are. You know, I, I, it's funny, the, the different members of the band that I've met are so completely different musically, you know, and so, so, uh, or what I mean different, I don't mean different from each other, but they're just all eclectic, you know, and so when you get that, those kind of creative minds in, in one group, and that many people contributing, and they're all behind it, and they're all like, focused on it, it's amazing which you get. And I've developed a relationship and a friendship with, with Jorge um, through the West End Cultural Center, where he's the artistic director. And actually, ironically, uh, when the shows start, I'm going to be introducing the blues show uh, at the West End, while he is going to be preparing for, for his show at the church. So there's going to be a moment there where we're kind of switching venues, you know, um, but it's, it's really cool to get to know him and, and to work, work with him and to also, and, you know, and Jason Hooper there and everybody at the West End, uh, they got a great crew in there now. And, um, you know, for me personally, it's, it's nice to have them involved and to have the Cranky Festival at the West End, just my connection through the years.
Dos Cervezas from Bugat and Puro Dolor from the Mariachi Ghost featured performers at the Day of the Dead show November the 5th at Crescent Arts Centre as part of the Winnipeg Cranky Festival. This is 101.5 UMFM Planet Mainstage. Let's, let's go to Saturday. Yeah, so Saturday, this is really exciting. We did a, with the pivot, you know, going into online, I've always thought that the Cranky was a great model, an easy model to bring to other places. And so we, we applied for a grant from Heritage and we were successful and we are grateful. Uh, and we made a project called Prairie Panorama. And, we, and in Prairie Panorama, we partnered with five different community organizations from around the province, um, including uh, L'Union Nationale des Métistes, Saint-Joseph de Manitoba, and the St. Boniface Museum, where we had Andrina Turenne, and she mentored a young fiddle player named Alexandre Tetro. And they, they wrote a beautiful song about this man, Johnny Saint-Regre, who was one of the trailblazers in the founding of Manitoba. Uh, we matched them with an, with an artist named Candice Lipishak, who built a cranky, you know, and told the story. And then we filmed it, and we're making a video documentary and a podcast out of it, and we're going to release it later. And then in Clearwater, we partnered with the Harvest Moon Festival, and we, we matched Del Barber and the Hyde Sisters. And in, in Flin Flon, we partnered with the Norva Center and we matched MJ Dandino with a group called Imriana Jones, who were three women who were all teachers. In Killarney Turtle Mountain, we matched Carrie Latimer with a really amazing singer and songwriter named Haley Hunter. Those two sound like they're a future pop duo that's gonna sell millions of records. I mean, I think this is, it's crazy. Um, and, and all these collaborations, took on different thing, themes and we matched all these, you know, so in, in Flin Flon, we had Mike Spencer in uh, Killarney. We had uh, Chris Cooper who did the cranky. Um, Andrea Gorda did the, did the, who's one of the Hyde sisters did the thing for Dell. And uh, the last one was with these two amazing people. One of them was walking wolf Coco Ray Stevenson who is a local superstar. I just think he's a superstar. He's from the indigenous community and he's a leader. He's a human leader in this town. That's the best way I can think of describing him. You know, he's, he's just, a, he's, he's a man who's full of wisdom. And he's also one of my favorite singers of any genre. Uh, you know, and he, he sings, he's a traditional indigenous drummer and singer and what I found about uh, Coco Ray Stevenson is that he's got such a great voice and such a great presentation but he's also so positive in his presentation that's, that's right he you just feel like the world is a better place after you're, you're in a room with him for a few minutes I just remember the first time I heard him I was at a, a public function and I never seen or heard of him before and when that group started singing he started off and and it's, it's great because there's men and women in that group. When the women kick in, it's so high up, right? But it's a register and it's a way of singing in a high octave that I've never heard before. And it just blew me away 
And I, we were, you know, I was with Andrew Galloway at the time. We just looked at each other. They're coming, you know. Like, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta bring, we gotta bring them. And we matched him with a kid from Gimli, which is the town where Walking Wolf's grandfather used to fish, Kale Sourborn. And they they got together many times, and they said, you know, this we wrote a song about reconciliation. And when I heard it, I was thinking to myself. This song is not about reconciliation. This song is reconciliation. This this whole thing is reconciliation because the song that they wrote, um, it's about approaching all this, what's going on right now and what's been going on forever. It's not that, you know, this is a new topic, you know, or that these issues are new, but they approached it as they wrote the song that, you know, the solution isn't approaching it as friends. It didn't have one of the classic political angles. It was, even though it's, it becomes very political because it's just taken this other approach, but it's just this beautiful song. And, and James Culleton did the cranky for that. So long story short, them 15 artists are making up the basis. Unfortunately, Andrina can't be there and neither can Imriana Jones. But most of the artists are going to be there. We have the Small Glories uh, who are going to be featured. And we have uh, Madeline Roger. And they both have Crankies, too. So that show is going to be a really fun nonstop show. Al Simmons is hosting it. It's going to have some video footage of the, of the project that we did and the live Crankies. And the, the visual artists are going to be there. It's going to be a real blast. And it, and in fact, it's the most cranky-fied, cranky show we've done at the Cranky Fest ever. So I'm pretty excited about it. It's called Prairie Panorama, Saturday, 7 o'clock. Dear Sacred, it seems a hundred years since your letter found me here. How the flourish in your pen sends me right around the bend. Please tell me my miserable reply left this quarantine alive and made its way across the sea. Stayed and used to be. This is no place 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 to be. Find me and all my clothes 
nickel pillow and a bed made of beer cans Chewing on mosquitoes, jerky like a madman Thinking of you, hoping that you'll call me tomorrow yeah, it's been cloudy and cold, but it hasn't really rained Dreaming you're beside me, singing all the same Out in the boonies, fishing and wishing with me Trying to find a cure for my lonesome condition Out here on my own tonight, just fishing Wishing Nothing in the tank Feeling kind of grateful with no one here to thank Trying to say I love you without sounding like a fool I got faith in my fingers Doubt in my feet I'm a contradiction walking to a hillbilly beat Happy as a heifer Steady as a ten-year-old mule Trying to find a cure for my lungs out here on my own tonight just fishing Husevik by Carrie Latimer and Devin Latimer, Leaf Rapids, Luckiest by Madeline Roger, and Del Barber's brand new Fishin' and Wishin' from his Stray Dogs. Just a couple of the many performers part of the Prairie Panorama, Saturday, November 6th, at Crescent Arts Centre, part of the fourth annual Winnipeg Cranky Festival. Well, I'll just remind people we're talking to Leonard Perdalek about Winnipeg Cranky Festival number four, the fourth annual, we're going to say that, eh, Leonard? And, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and um, I guess two questions. One, um, is there a limit to number of people uh, in terms of uh, how, gonna, how, my, how, you can, how many you can sell for, with the protocol? Basically? Yeah, so um, in the church, we're allowed to have 240 people, so we're selling 200 tickets. Yeah, and the same thing at the West End, same numbers, 200. So get your tickets fast. We're going to, you, you know, you need to be doubly vaxxed. 
and and you need to we're going to have masks on the whole time you know we're going to be real careful the price uh for any given night the easiest way to do this because we were um doing multiple venues and there's a ticketing system and and the ticketing system is great but you know the amount of labor that goes into creating weekend passes and daytime only passes and this and that it was a little bit too much so the way we created it was a sliding scale and you can pay anything you want between $20 and $35 for any of these shows. Um, so if you have a big family that you want to bring, pay 20 bucks. We'll be, we'll be thrilled to, to see you there. Um, if you can afford more, pay a bit more. You know, if you're going to go to multiple shows on your own, pay 20 bucks, make it reasonable. You know, uh, that that's what it should be. And, and then again, if you have a lot of money, this is a great place to spend it because uh, it's going to support uh, A, the artists who are performing and B, the creation of future shows that will go into the money of artists. So like that. And tickets are, let's, what is the one place we want people to go to, to order their tickets? Oh yeah. So to get the, the one place to go to get tickets is to the Cranky Festival website, which is just www dot crankyfestival.com and that's c-r-a-n-k-i-e festival.com and then you can follow the links for the tickets there then that way you went to the cranky festival website i'm, I'm sure you could also you know uh google it and find it through side door and also probably home routes but we want you to check out the cranky page so sunday uh the last day yeah, so S S Sunday is a really exciting show, a collaboration that's been in the works and been performed once or twice with Scott Nolan and Glenn Beer. Wow. Uh, which are, to me, two, I couldn't think of two less likely collaborators in this town who put together a project that is absolutely exquisite and, you know, brings, and, and when I say, you know, who I thought, you know, wouldn't be more different, but actually it turns out, they have a lot of very similar musical sensibilities and their music crosses over really well. And uh, Scott has a new, they have a new record called the suburb beautiful and the, the, the arrangements and, and the compositions and the, the whole thing is just like, it's a real classic example of what makes this town amazing. So we, we pretty much programmed the whole thing and Scott emailed me saying, I, I didn't know you were doing an in-person cranky well, why don't we do this? <laughs> and he talked me into it. So I had to talk in the, my, you know, the team and, and it was a pretty much a no brainer. So we had this space available. So we're doing an afternoon concert on Sunday, Sunday, the, the seventh at 3 PM. So it's, it's really, uh, it's easy for folks and uh, it'll be a really, really beautiful concert in the, in the church. Wow, what a weekend coming up November 5th to 7th. Stay tuned, coming right up in the second hour, an interview with show producer, singer-songwriter Scott Nolan himself, and music from the new album. Uh, hey, this is Jesse Pilgrim from Silverhearts. You're listening to Musical Transformations of 101.5 UMFM.
I'm Mark Atkinson of the Mark Atkinson Trio, and you're listening to music from around the world on Planet Mainstage on 101.5. Wait a minute, let's get that one straight. 101.5. What do you, how do you want me to say it? Just 101.5. 101.5. I put too many dots. Yeah, 101.5. Yeah. UMFM. Let's try that again. Then. Yeah. This is Mark Atkinson from the Mark Atkinson Trio. You're listening to music from around the world on Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. Welcome to Hour 2 of Planet Mainstage this week. That was a great cover of Cecilia by Paul Simon by the Big Little Lions. I can hardly wait for their home roots show, Duo of Duos, shared with the young novelists, Tuesday, November the 9th. More of that later. Momentarily, we're going to get back to finishing our look at this year's 4th Annual Winnipeg Cranky Festival and talk live to Scott Nolan about what he and Glenn Muir and friends 
have created for their Sunday, November 7th, 3 p.m. afternoon show. First, of course, it's time for our weekly contest, Name That Riff. Can't forget that. Hello, gamesters. Listen to the clip I'm about to play, name the singer and song, and email me at planetm at umfm.com and win a CD. Last week, the correct answer was in celebration of Winnipeg Irish Fest, the star of the county down with Van Morrison. The winner was Jim Waite again. Way to go, Jim. Okay, this week's clue with Cranky Connection, here it is. M-M-I-L-B-S-1 for F-R and F-R and F-R. And again. M-M-I-L-B-S-1 for F-R and F-R and F-R. You got it. Yes. Email planetm at umfm.com and good luck. M-M-I-L-B-S-1 for F-R and F-R and F-R Okay, back to the Cranky Festival. Sunday, November 7th at 3 p.m., The Suburb Beautiful with Scott Nolan and Glenn Buer at Crescent Fort Rouge United Church. Scott has just completed his long-awaited new album, The Suburb Beautiful, featuring arrangements and orchestrations by Glenn Buer. All of Scott's new songs reflect Manitoba in some way, and this program unveils the new music with sophisticated arrangements by Glenn for their new five-piece band. Here is Scott. The album, uh, I believe, won't be officially released till next spring, but um, this show is kind of... uh, It's... um, I'd say more so arguably than the orchestra show at the West End. Uh, this show kind of is a, it, it gives you kind of the, well, the whole record for one. Um, the, some of the, part of the record was, uh, the core was done with the Penderecki String Quartet. Another section was done with mem- members of the Manitoba Chamber Orchestra. And then we went back and um, added two more songs with kind of our five-piece group. And that was particularly uh special to me because, I mean, Glenn and I's relationship is newer, but these musicians we have in common here, uh, all three of them, Gilles Fonier, Joanna Miller, Paul Balkane, they go back to my, like, literal day one of my career and I'm back at the Blue Note. And so we got these long and great histories. And um, so to me, it's it's rounded the record out. Uh, and... and um, and in performance, um, much of the stuff you saw with the orchestra at the West End, these arrangements have been reimagined for five of us. So <laughs> there's five of us working twice as hard to, to make it happen. And it sounds differently, certainly. The presentation is a little different, but um, you know, it's been a real journey and process, this collection of songs and the, the way it came together. All of it is so uh, brand new for me. The, the writing itself, I think, could be considered a, a song cycle, which is not something I've ever uh, explored, really. Kind of um, autobiographical in a, in a, in a sense. It, um, it really, if I'm being honest, it was, it was a, a blue-collar artist at middle age, is what this record really was. It was after I wrote the book of poetry, 
which was also connected a lot to the neighborhood I grew up in and, and my upbringing in Winnipeg. And these songs kind of uh, really grew out of the, the, the poetry. And uh, I just had been um, trying new things. I, uh, you know, I hadn't performed, a, a, you know, sober uh, till I was well into my 40s. And I'd begun playing with a childhood friend um, doing these kind of smaller shows. And, then, you know, things, as always, uh, just, just kept kind of changing and um, growing, uh, and, and which keeps it interesting for me. But so these songs, kind of a lot of them came out of that. And I can't remember how long it took me to write them, but uh, by the time I was connected with Glenn, it was, I'd say, a three-year process from the arrangements um, to the actual recordings. The show you saw at the West End, uh, the day before was a recording. And um, so the chamber musicians on the new record, um, that performance comes from the West End. And when you hear the record, uh, the West End is like a member of the group. The room itself it, it became such a magical and critical part of the sound of it, you know. It was done in the round. Maybe we can explain what happened there at West End. Yeah, we kind of had two goals. Um, one certainly was Glenn uh, and Bram Woltovi founded the New Music Festival back in the day. And so they did these performances. They were the ones that brought the bleachers on stage and the audience on stage. And so we wanted to do stuff like that. But I had suggested, you know, maybe we meet in the middle and use a venue that's close to my history. And I explained why the West End and um, particularly the Podolics why their philosophies and uh, and uh, endeavors mattered to me. So we decided on that room. And once we did that, we went down and looked at it for the purpose of recording. And Glenn quickly realized what I meant about, you know, if we bring it down off the stage and just use the room itself as a recording vessel. Um, yeah. So then our goal was to kind of, was to mount a show to kind of give people uh, um, a glimpse of the new music and, uh, and ultimately record. That was kind of, the first goal was to, to, you know, well, where are we going to record <laughs> with 10 chamber musicians? And yeah, just to, just find trying to find a place that could capture the, not just the spirit of the performance, but the, the actual sound of it, you know. I used my um, um, recording colleague, Jamie Sitar. So again, uh, the meeting of the worlds where we didn't record it the way classical recordists probably would have. And when you hear the record, it's, it's got a darker and maybe drier quality than you might hear with symphony players. And it's also like when Glenn and I first got together, there was a couple key things that inspired our collaboration. And one was we were visiting one time early on and he had talked about uh, in, in, in the classical world where he um, spends a lot of his time, you know, he talked about this world struggling to retain relevancy. Um, the audiences that kept symphonies working were often older people who wanted to hear older music. So these people were in the later stages of their lives and they didn't really want to hear the new music that much. And so we would get together and talk about, um, you know, what potential um, solutions there were to things like this. And this is where I kind of came back to, I met Mitch first, Mitch Podolik, before knowing the family at all. And I wasn't a folk kid. I was a heavy metal kid. And so how our friendship began was, was unique. And I really came to appreciate and understand the kind of folk ideology well before the music. It wasn't uh, acoustic guitars and banjos, really. It was conversational. And 
So one of the things I suggested to Glenn that I felt could be missing in that world is, you know, if you go back a hundred some odd years ago, um, those people, their stories were in that music. And perhaps that's what's missing today is um, the folk element in, in music and in song. And I think about this record we just made and um, I think the, um, the cuts with the quartet and the chamber musicians, I think are I think it's really folk music, you know, it's, it's truly acoustic and it's, um, uh, it's an imaginative thing. Uh, it's not, it's not a roots folk guy with strings. It's not that kind of thing, you know, and, um, early on Glenn would work from these work tapes I created. Um, I would do work tapes here on my own and share them with him and he would begin creating arrangements and, and kind of expansions. And then I began really encouraging him to, I wanted to, I wanted to turn up the Glen. I wanted to be more of that um, collaborative thing. And it was a song called Patron State of Broken Hearts where uh, it really began. We really started hearing it where it was, um, it was beyond just the immediate arrangement of what I'd already composed and recorded and things got interesting. And, um, I remember him writing me and saying he was stuck for a day or two on that particular song. And I had jokingly kind of, um, uh, you know, just almost teasingly had said, um, you know, the quartet can be my right hand. If you listen to the song, um, the finger picking pattern, which was very inspired by my friendship as a, as a young man with Chet bro. Um, he had kind of impressed upon me as a, as a kid, really that you could play bass and melody and, and, and all these things simultaneously if you took your time and, and learned how to do that. And so I was kind of joking with Glenn, not trying to be immodest, but it, as it happened, that was the, the trigger point for him to when he went back to the piece of music, that's what he went back to. And he, he kind of zeroed in on the, the pattern and then he began taking notes away. And it became this beautiful thing that builds up with um, with cello and, and viola and it's almost like a baton pass when the guitar comes in you almost don't really even see it coming all of a sudden it's like oh the those instruments disappear for a second and it's guitar that was nice, the first nice. moment where i thought oh boy that's this is really exciting where it's starting to go now you know mm -hmm. so um what we're talking about maybe just we'll give a promotion to we're talking about sunday the seventh right uh for yeah. Uh, go ahead. You can tell people to come out. It's, uh, it's well, they call it Crescentwood Arts Center, but it's the Crescentwood United Church in uh, Osborne Village where Cranky Fest is. And, um, you know, I've done this uh, since the first year I've been involved in some capacity or other. And this room has a particular um, hold over me. It's really like a miniature um, Ryman Auditorium or something. It's just it's exquisite. And so this group, um, to me, is a real, um, uh, I know this group is the perfect vehicle for me for that space, the way it sounds, the liveness of it. And I've sat in, in all the various corners watching other people's shows, so I really have a, a sense of it. So it's, yeah, Sunday, November 7th, it's a 3 p.m. matinee show, which is something that... Um, we've done before that people seem to really enjoy. And um, yeah, I, I, I promise it will be, uh, it will be a magical thing.
I've got my parking cars at the church on Easter Sunday. Pastor John said this is either everything or nothing. That night I got a chill when I heard the choir sing Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Storm before the calm. Patron saint of broken hearts had me searching for salvation before I completely fall apart. First Sunday after the first full moon of spring, how even nothing feels like something when you've lost everything. We sing for mercy.
The beautiful patron saint of broken hearts, as discussed with Scott Nolan, part of the new album, The Suburb Beautiful. This and more, all happening at Crescent Art Center, Sunday, November 7th at 3 p.m., as part of the Winnipeg Cranky Festival. Be there. Now back to Leonard Podolik for a little more. Him wearing his home roots hat. I guess we're ready to move on to, but that's not all. <laughs> because uh, uh, cranky, the Cranky uh, Festival will be over and we want people to attend. But Leonard, I just wanted to uh, ask you about upcoming things generally with home roots then over the next little while. So uh, one show coming the week after the Cranky Festival, Duo of Duos. Yeah, so we're going to have the Big Little Lions and the Young Novelists on the 9th of November. Um, yeah, so um, we, it's another one of these uh, examples of of how the internet makes things possible that weren't possible before. You know, it really opened up the, uh, the, the world to Home Roots as an organization, you know, uh, in terms of how we can collaborate, who we can collaborate with what kind of things we can do, you know? Um, well, I'm sorry to tell people if they missed it, but one of my favorite shows and we put on two of them in the last year. And there was just one this last weekend was with the, the Mavens. Yeah. I mean, talk about interacting. I mean, it's not so much that you are seeing that live, which you told me, I thought maybe it was taped, but it's actually, it was a live. It was a live show. And the, and they're actually they were only in two separate locations because Susan came to uh, Susan Crow came to Lynn Miles Studio, but Sherry Elric in uh, in White Rock, and like the quality of the recording is amazing, and just how they leaned into each other and supported each other, it's just unbelievable. It's like I'm so I'm so lucky to have been part of it. Yeah, the only other alternative for them to play a show was would be to not play a show, and instead they they created this amazing vibe and this amazing, you know, you can see what it's going to be like when they're actually all together and that, that will be cool. But this, how they interacted from across the country and the music that they played. Um, so supportive. Yeah, good. It, it was so, yeah, it was, a, a, it was a, be- a beautiful thing. And, and it just gives us the energy to keep on going. And the great part is that we, it does sort of seem like there's a light at the end of the tunnel and soon we will be back and soon we will be doing live shows across the country again. And we've established this whole online thing and they're going to work hand in hand and, and home roots is really developing into an organization that's designed to, to lift up the artists in every which possible way. The, the Maven show that we were just talking about was a, a part of a series called play it forward where the Mavens, you know, were we able to to pay them a good artistic fee, but we were able to hire two different recording studios with with four different engineers and an engineer who who did the stream. And not only that, some of the proceeds went to two different folk festivals, the Mission Folk Festival and the Ottawa Grassroots Festival. So the whole idea is that we were the stewards of this funding, but we really spread it out across the whole way mm-hmm. and and everybody is a stakeholder in those shows so that's why i think the quality was so high because it isn't so much that 
we're we're paying somebody to do the gig. It's like we're all partners in this endeavor. To end this off, Leonard, I want to thank you. I'm proud of you. Proud about all your you're doing there at Home Roots and everybody associated with it. And uh, you know, it, it's uh, looks like where things may get back uh, to uh, actual concerts. You know, we'll keep our fingers crossed and it's not too long. But one more last time to tell people how to get involved for November 5th to the 7th, get tickets for the Cranky Festival, the fourth annual. One last time, what do they do? They go to www.crankyfestival.com. That is C-R-A-N-K-I-E. And you'll be presented with four wonderful options. And we hope that you're going to click on all four of them. You know, it's funny. The one I, I said I wasn't going to talk about what we w- weren't doing. And, and there isn't a specific show for kids. But folks, I encourage you to bring your kids. Uh, and the reason why is because well, Al Simmons and Brian Glow will be there, but also um, the, the the eclecticness and the the diversity of the music will blow their minds. And uh, this is a great vibe. And uh, I just hope you bring the whole family. And thank you so much for your consideration. Thanks, Leonard. Thank you, John. Always a pleasure. This is Celso Machado. You are listening to Planet A Main Stage on 101.5 UMFM.
fast, but I won't quit. Building my pyramid. Can't remember how to start it. Already turned.
Martin and Sue of Backer Beyond. You're tuned into the music of the world on Planet Main Stage on 101.5 UMFM. Right on, just go.
Hi, hi, hi. Buamba from England's Back of Beyond, preceded by the young novelists with Back to the Hard Times and Big Little Lions with Here We Go Again. They are duo of duos. November 9th, a home route show not to be missed, featuring those two duos, two of Canada's finest new folk couplets. Homeroots.ca for tickets. Long overdue favorite for your pleasure in this last set, Mr. Greg Brown and Levon Helm's talented daughter Amy with her song Gentling Me. This is Bucket by Greg Brown. it up and send it to the Julie. I got a woman down in misery. I'm gonna go down. Take it to the forest and give it a toss down in the gully, honey, over in the moss. Without you, babe, I'm a total loss. I'm a loser. Send me an E. Call me on the phone. Please don't leave me here all alone. Morning comes like the Twilight Zone, I can't use her Oh, ain't it a big one, ain't it tall Look about as high as a prison wall Up a climbing down the fall together Over and over and into the blue We say we are, but we're never through I got a big bad thing for you forever Call it impossible, call it a crime Not kissing you is a waste of time It doesn't scan and it doesn't rhyme without you Call it a picnic, take it to the park Meet me at the willow, long about dark Only song I sing like a meadow lark Is it about you? Fried up, choke it down, save me some I'm so happy must be done Sparrow with your shoes Pecking at the crumbs You'll leave How do we end When we should begin I don't even know What town we're in Please God say that It isn't a sin I'm grieving Oh yes it's a big one Yes it's wide Out to the world From deep inside With me love, oh please abide a while Once again I'm on my knees Singing to you Portuguese It feels like the sky and the wind And the trees are on trial
raft and put it in your drink Put all the pretty lies under the sink You always hid me, didn't you think I was trying? Write it in your journal, prop it in a nook It ought to be illegal when you give me that look Write another chapter at the close of the book I'm dying It with the ashes, throw it on the rocks, hide it in your bra, stuff it in your socks. Only you and I can take those walks, oh my dear. Wash it all out, throw it in the dryer, put it on the back burner with a low fire, write it in a song with a lonely choir, just get it out of here. Oh, yes, it's a big one. Yes, it's tall, two little children in one big wall Up we climb and down we fall together You say a gal's gotta do what a gal's gotta do Well, just you remember how I love you And I've got a big bad thing for you forever In the bucket, the bucket's there. Throw it in the alley, honey. I don't care. Send me an E, call me on the phone. Please don't leave me here all alone. Call it impossible, call it a crime. Not kissing you. Passed right through me, walked off with your back to the wind. Moved out with the morning, left me alone in my skin. There's a hole where I held you, and a hunger I've run from for years. It's turned into tears Gently me Gently Save 
Cause only love can make it feel right That's it for this week. See you at Connie Calder tonight at the WEC. If you want to listen to the interview I did with her a couple of weeks ago, you can click on the SoundCloud icon on umfm.com or just visit our podcast of that week. Remember, get your tickets for an exciting fourth annual Cranky Festival next weekend crankyfestival.com and duo of duos homeroots.ca thanks to leonard Podolik and scott nolan check out our playlist and subscribe to our podcast at umfm.com planet mainstage stay safely at six get vaxxed please mostly as usual i'll say be kind Thanks to Wayne for suggesting this beautiful John Prine song to finish today, Summer's End. Take care. Bye-bye. Summer's ends around the bend just flying. The swimming suits are on the line, just drying. I'll meet you there for our conversation. 
I hope I didn't ruin your whole vacation Well, you never know how far from home you're feeling Until you've watched the shadows cross the ceiling Well, I don't know, but I can see it snowing In your car, the windows are Wide open, just come on home. Come on home. No, you don't have to be alone. Just come on home. Times break hearts and minds at random. That old Easter egg ain't got a leg to stand on. Well, I can see that you can't win for trying. And New Year's Eve is bound to leave you crying. Come on home. Come on home. No, you don't have to be alone Just come on home The moon and stars hang out in bars just talking I still love that picture of us walking Just like that old house we thought was haunted Summer's end came faster than we wanted Come on home Come on home No, you don't have to be alone Come on home, come on home, you don't have to be alone, just come on home.